Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Should you forgive your SO's past transgressions if they have amnesia? Welcome to Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out over real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin J. Morris. I'm Kelly Nugent. I'm Ryan Mogi. I'm Patrick Ellers. So, you know what I mean? Because they <laughs> wait, can't. wait, wait, wait. Okay, so, okay. so hold on. They can't now, remember. Here's my question. So, are they? What the? Okay, the transgressions are they happening while they have amnesia? Or are the transgressions happening in the past and then now they have amnesia? Yes, this is oh, okay. pre-amnesia. Pre-amnesia SO. Okay. 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 Now, do you, do does everybody know about them? Yes. And they affect, let's say hypothetically, they affect your best friend much more in the sense that this person murdered her boyfriend. Whoa, this Whoa. is specific. Okay. So, okay, so hold this on. person is a murderer? Yes. Yeah, so, but, Does the justice system yeah. forgive them? Uh, let's say that you're like the assistant uh, district attorney. You bring charges. You should be. Okay. No, well, interesting. But you're no. not. You shouldn't because they currently have amnesia, so they're not responsible for their previous crimes. Do you think it's because they're a new person? Is that what you're saying? They're like maybe a different person. I mean, I personally do not ship this, uh, but... <sighs> I don't know. This feels less like a shipper question and more like a legal question. Okay. Because are you responsible for things that happened to, like, when you're a split personality, are you responsible for, if you have dissociative disorder, but are you responsible for your other they, personalities? The amnesia didn't affect this person's decision to murder. Also, yes, he did. murdered a bunch of teenage kids, too. So this a person? Yes. Can I think... 
Colin, I think we need to know what the fuck you're talking about. What are you right? talking about? I think Where's it's coming from? I'm Is rewatching. I'm rewatching iZombie right now. Oh. Yeah. And okay. so the character Blaine in season one, he's like the bad guy and he's like yes. a hard bad guy. Mm-hmm. But then by season three, he's got amnesia and the main character's best friend, Peyton, uh, like falls in love with amnesia version of him because he's all dopey and like, I don't really know what's going on. I'm just good looking and have and peroxide it, blonde okay, so, hair. Okay. That's a little bit different, though, because I, I like the way I was hearing the scenario before was that like you had someone that you were in love with. Mm-hmm. They did something terrible. Murdered a bunch they, of teenagers. Right. Then they got amnesia. And at that point, you're like, oh, does this give me the right to like reset my relationship with yeah, them? Yeah, right. that's much but different. That's much different than coming upon a person who you fall in love with, realize while they're having amnesia. While they're in their amnesia state. Were, yeah. But that's a sticky wicket in itself. Can you, is it uh, irresponsible to start a relationship with someone dealing with amnesia? Yes. What? <laughs> no. Someone that has amnesia and is they a, can don't love. Sure, but I feel like I feel like you should not. It, how, how, what do they not know? Do they know anything? Not really. No, he doesn't know much of right, anything. But if he's a clean slate, he should just never have a relationship again. No, like, I think he can. Once he starts ha- building memories, then sure. But wait, I'm building it, new memories. It sounds yeah. like there's a whole season between. Yeah, I think he's got. I think he's building memories. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't seen. No, no, no. I'm not talking. Okay. About, I have not seen. He just either. spoiled uh, a lot of this show for me, so I also haven't seen that part. <laughs> and but, never will. Yeah. Well, maybe. Spoiled. She's a Rob Thomas fan. Yeah, I'm just behind. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think. So you're saying on the day someone wakes up amnesiac, sure, you should not have sex with them that day. But you could hang out with them for like a week. Well, you shouldn't start a relationship with them. Yeah, I think. Well, because, yeah, I'm wondering how fresh is this amnesia? Because for me, the, mm-hmm. the it's like worse if like I'm picturing like almost and this isn't quite the same, but I feel like it's the same vibe, like a sleepless or uh, while you're sleeping kind of situation where it's like this person just woke up and you're like, <gasps> We're in love. Like, yes. okay, but she doesn't do that. That's the whole thing. And we I also know. have to remember I know, that. I know she uh, doesn't. <laughs> Peter Gallagher did not actually have amnesia. No, he, he just didn't know sleeping. who the fuck Sandy right. B yeah. was. And he, and he, he said wouldn't. A, and no, that's because why I said it's a poor analogy. Yeah, I just and mean he, the feeling. Like and he the, knocked that squirrel out of the tree first before he saved it. So he's never been a good guy. <laughs> um, no, I think that, I think you're right. There is something creepy about being the only person someone knows. That's my worry. It that feels like it's is trapping troubling. someone. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're right. You should take it slow. Okay. But also, if your best friend is like, he tried to kill me or he did kill me he in this He murdered case. her boyfriend in oh, front of her. Bo- oh, boy. That's the thing. So, it's too so much he's, forgiveness. He's, he's a great replacement character. boyfriend for the boyfriend that he no, murdered? No, no, no. He murdered. So the friend's boyfriend. Yeah. Ah, so okay, Liv okay. Moore's boyfriend is murdered by Blaine. Her best friend Peyton then starts dating amnesiac version of Blaine. How did he after get amnesia? Uh, he took a serum that uh, turned him from a zombie into a human, mm. and it like uh, killed his memory, mm. <laughs> as they do. Okay, I think in that heightened universe, though, too, there's a lot of brain eating. There's a lot mm-hmm. of kind of mm. killing happening. Yeah, so it's a little different than our universe, where you can pretty much say like, "Don't murder." people it also sounds like there's some possibly voluntary amnesia right if he's injecting himself with a thing knowing that it's going to wipe out his memories well no they so because he's a murderer mm. zombie they don't mm. like him so in this universe zombies do have to follow 
the same moral code as humans. Like that's why they like Liv works in the morgue so she can have already dead brains, you know, stuff like that. But he was just straight up like, I'm going to kill homeless teenagers, harvest their brains and then sell them for like 25 grand a pop to starving zombies. Okay. And I know you're doing a rewatch and I'm like a season and a half behind, but do we really trust that Blaine is amnesiac? That's my question too. I don't that believe sounds this. Fake He's as shit. evil as hell. I call bull- bullshit. I've seen Rob Thomas <laughs> shows. I don't buy it. Okay. So given that, Peyton, keep your distance. Also, I feel like it's one of those things which is supposed to be a morally gray area where mm. it's like, so we think he's amnesia, right? Amnesiac. We think you amnesia girl. Yeah. <laughs> so we think we think he's straight up amnesia. He then is like, um. Like, I, I think he's faking it. And then he, like, starts to be like, but now I'm, like, understanding what love is and I feel torn, which I'm just like, I don't have time, honey. I don't need to see your redemption arc right now. I mean, none of y'all look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> Does he want it? <laughs> well, no. Um, but he's faking it, huh? I'm he not going to say that because I've spoiled enough already. But the thing that, like, my opinion of it, so if Peyton's just like, okay, this is a hot murderer, she wants like kind of a bad boy thing, and she's like fucking him on the sly, that's different than him being like in their shared apartment making fucking eggs in the morning oh, and I shit like that. Oh, I think it's like way that. worse for her to secretly be sleeping with him. Oh, not me. Because, I don't want to like, see that shit in my house. He's like fucking making omelets and stuff okay but no that's bullshit yeah, but no but she freak. does want to see it if though, i right? was live more i would freak out if i oh, saw you rather have your breakfast. friend like have like this dirty thing that she's ashamed of that she isn't even but then she at least knows that it. she's wrong yeah i i that's like that my too. issue is that then she I can have the guilt shame... and like self-punish when someone's <laughs> acting with shame it makes me judge them more mm. Mm. dang Instead of just like flying it right in your face. Well, yeah, if you're proud morning. of your actions, be proud of your actions. Have the courage of your convictions. It would make me real mad. That's well, all I'm I saying. I might move out. I'm not saying that Peyton, if I'm live, my relationship with Peyton is unscathed, but she mm. knew that choice when she started hooking up with Blaine. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you can take amnesia out of it. Like, we can forgive murderers, right? But like, if a murderer murders someone that's, uh, you know, close to your friend, then, like, you have to know that you're going to test your relationship with that friend yep. by forgiving that murderer <laughs> and taking yeah. him into your life. Like, amnesia or no amnesia. Yeah, that's a good point. It's got to be against some I sort of I don't think code. amnesia's even part of this, Colin. <laughs> okay. It is, though, because that's the justification. Mm. All right. What if it's not murder? Okay. What mm-hmm. if it's you're dating someone mm-hmm. and they have amnesia, but before they had amnesia, they had a fiancé? Oh. Mm. And that fiancé... Is your best friend. Now, here's how it happened. Whoa. You were like abroad. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you never met him. Mm-hmm. He gets amnesia. You come back to town and you've fallen in love with your best friend's fiance, but he doesn't remember her at all. I mean, this sounds like an awesome rom-com that yeah, does this not is exist. Great. Okay. This is- uh, <laughs> g- uh, should we get I- to work on that? Yeah, yeah, let's I, cut this so out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is, if, if they're best friends, but this happens in Witcher mm-hmm. where, so like he's. First, he's like fated to love this one witch mm-hmm. named Yennefer. And <laughs> Wait, is, is it it's a soft with a J. With J? J? It's spelled with a Y. Oh, okay. Her name is Yen. It's, it's, the whole Yennefer. thing is, is Polish. It's, so it's, it's, Poli- full, oh, okay. it's full of weird It's names. based off of Polish books. Okay. Right. So it's like, uh, his name is Geralt. It's like okay. a lot of that. So he he's in love with Yen. And then like, I'm not exactly sure about the, the exact details, but like he then gets amnesia. Mm-hmm. He like loses his whole memory. 
and then start he falls in love with this other woman named Tris and he has okay. this like whole thing with her and then he gets his memory back but remembers all of it yeah and then Yen's like how you know both of them are just like how could you do this to me and it's mm-hmm. like well I didn't remember like I'm yeah, the one that with was a, a different me fucking brain disorder exactly. maybe you two should have taken some responsibility <laughs> do your magic on me I don't know oh wait some of you did <laughs> There's no easy answers. No, there's no there easy no answers. Easy it's very answers. hard. Um, I just think overall amnesia is just really hard on everybody that it touches. <laughs> I think yeah, if you brain learn, disease is no joke. It's man. really hard. It's, it's, it's scary really and hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to get old. Stay strong out there, guys. Um, but you know, like something that helps your memory is to say things three times. <laughs> Kelly, we were just talking about The Witcher. There are three Witcher games. Hello? (laughs) Kelly? Hello? Kelly? Speaking of The Witcher trilogy. you only did that twice. (laughs) Oh, Kelly? Hello? Okay, cool. This bit usually goes on for like nine or ten minutes. Yeah, and then usually um, Colin and Ryan talk about like seven different things. (laughs) Patrick and I are like, oh, hi. (laughs) We burned through so many topics. (laughs) Um... Okay, yeah, trilogy. The Witcher series is a trilogy. <laughs> I should have used that as a segue. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, though, whoever takes the bullet and steps up and tries to make a segue, because we don't plan these. Mm-hmm. No, we don't no, no, no. I feel like that person rehearsed. deserves a little credit. So kudos, oh, Kelly. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. I agree, especially oh. since I think I have yet to try a segue. Don't no, because we here's haven't the, noticed. Here's the thing: <laughs> I often try to cue you with my eyebrows, but Colin, we all know can talk until days and days mm-hmm. he he will talk to you because you're a gabber oh, you yeah. got the gab- gift of gab oh you yeah. do gab you can talk you'll talk to you you're just great with that and i i really <laughs> admire you for that that's true i think you might be the best talker on this show you absolutely <laughs> are you're a really good talker we'll just keep you, going you guys stop it <laughs> Aww. Aww. um so we wanted to talk triple ships right yeah and and by that we could mean so many different things but I'm glad that we actually kind of mentioned trilogies. <laughs> so we got, we leaned it, we like got specific because mm-hmm. we can talk about like triad relationships at some point mm-hmm. or triangles mm-hmm. or something else. But today mm-hmm. we're talking trilogies mm-hmm. and we're keeping it open to any kind of media, though I think we had specific ones. Right. I think we're going to pull from three sectors. Okay. <laughs> Which, uh, coin the coiner of the term was Ryan. I really love that sector. It's very useful. It's very useful. Because um, I was just like, you know, things like You know, interests. like movies, TV, <laughs> right. things. Things. <laughs> well, what's okay. our first sector? Um, well. I forget who uh, had them. I think. Well, you like movies and Futurama, so... Yeah, yeah, those are my two sectors. But mine is movies. I think we... I can't remember how this worked out. We discussed breaking it down into sectors. one was weird. Mm. One One was... Mine is a mystery. One was mystery, one was weird, one was um, the same but new. (laughs) Okay, so... Oh, man. Patrick, since... I don't think any of those are yours. Which do you, which, what's intriguing I thought the most? we were only doing three of them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Uh, let's get the mystery. Okay. Mystery. 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 Okay. Mystery. Spit it. I want to know what in the world has become of Little Bo Peep. Huh. Now, if you're familiar with the Toy Story trilogy. Ah! Okay. You'll remember that in the third installment 
uh, Rex makes sort of an offhand comment yeah. about missing little Bo Peep. Yeah. And how... Presumably uh, she's gone to look for her sheep and never well, I returned. think also uh, Woody makes uh, kind of a sad... He makes a, he has a he sad has reaction a th- to it. It's not a throwaway line, but just like, you know... But they don't address Pete. it. They it don't never comes it. back up in the rest of the movie. Maybe that's what mm. episode four is going to be about. I, I, I read a lot of stuff online today, a lot of fan theories, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, garage sale, um, stuck in an air vent, like the squeaky penguin, yeah. perhaps. Mm. Like all sorts of things can happen to a toy. But the fact that she just um, disappears in the third movie is very concerning to me. Well, in, in the time between the second and third movies. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, a lot of time lapses there, right? Yes. Because Andy's a, a kid mm-hmm. in two, right? but then he's like almost a man mm-hmm. at, in three. Yes, he's going away to college. So yeah. we're, we're missing like maybe six or seven years of, mm-hmm. of Andy's yes. life. But the little sister could enjoy little Bo Peep. Ooh, wait, maybe she's just in the sisters, right? I don't think so because... Oh, they can go through doors. Yeah, they yeah. can. Go, they could go see each other. They go on adventures a lot, and, and you wouldn't say it so thing. sadly, unless like the little sister put Bo Peep in the toilet, right? Right. And right. then the plumber took her or something. Uh huh. Because he's got a weird thing for toilet dolls. <laughs> he's got a whole collection. <laughs> what about- this is a good character. <laughs> I, I like this. I like this toilet doll character. Right, are they Toy Story two point five, <laughs> King of the Peep Toy Story Gaiden. <laughs> But uh, but so I like kind of went down like a conspiracy okay. sort of hole in my mind, and so uh, Bo Peep is voiced by an actress named Annie Annie Potts. Yes, you may remember Annie Potts from Ghostbusters, in yes. which she plays the plucky receptionist. Mm-hmm. And the second film of the Ghostbusters trilogy, mm-hmm. she has a budding and hilarious relationship with Rick Moranis' yes. character. Really, really funny, you know. Her relationship with Egon in the first one is better. But I mean, disagree. Just, oh my them, god. Them babysitting Oscar <laughs> while he's like walking around on the ledge and she's just trying to make out with him. I love she deserves that. better. It's okay, a, but <laughs> pretty irresponsible on their part. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's hilarious. Oh, what, I, what on earth is this connection? Where are we going? In the third Ghostbuster film, uh huh. Where's Annie Potts? Wait. She has a cameo. Wait, so you think that she's Little Bo Peep? When she does? Yeah, all of the, everyone from the original movies, except for Harold Ramis, who was dead, and uh-huh. uh, uh, Rick Moranis, who quit show business, they all show up in that movie. Okay, well, that just blows my conspiracy Wait, theory do you completely. Think that they, no, okay, hold on, hold on. Can I can I support your conspiracy theory with a conspiracy theory? Yeah. So you know how like people think like that celebrities are replaced with clowns? Okay, sure. Yes. Like sometimes they'll be like the scar disappeared from their face mm-hmm. when like likely they probably got laser surgery, but yeah. like replaced like, by a clone <laughs> makes more sense. Yeah, they're Kelly. like they replace them by a clone because like the Illuminati controls like the celebrities and like mm-hmm, they were trying mm-hmm, to speak mm-hmm. out, so they replace them with a clone. Mm-hmm. Yes, so like that was a clone. Okay, so like she's hasn't been seen. Now who is in <laughs> CBS's Young Sheldon then? That. Is that her, no, the original, or the clone? That's a clone. Okay, gotcha. But so you're saying for some reason Pixar doesn't employ clones? Because how do you explain Tim Allen? Tim Allen. He's certainly a they clone. They can't replicate his DNA. <laughs> There's something <laughs> Wait, wrong with it. What? <laughs> yeah, no, they can't. You're claiming they that can't. Tim Allen yeah. is unclonable? <laughs> yeah. Wait, was he in the trilogy <laughs> of the Santa Claus? 
No, so he was in one and two. He wasn't in three. He wasn't in three, and they tried to clone him, but like you can see that there was pro- there were problems like raining in the club. <laughs> That's why they hired Martin Short, right? So they were like, he can't. Like we need to balance this out. It's too weird. Um, but so he's not. He is not clonable. Okay, because he there's something like. Um, but hold on, you're saying there is some sort of like. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Half completed, defective <laughs> Tim Allen clone <laughs> like that starred Akira. in the Santa Claus Three. Jack Frost. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, what's he up to? He's um, he's acting. Okay, <laughs> he's, he's getting a lot of work. He's the one trying to get Last Man Standing back on TV. Aww. Well, yeah, and actually, um, the real Tim Allen, who's like locked up in the Illuminati headquarters, right. like he doesn't, he doesn't want, he doesn't want that. Oh, he doesn't want Last Man Standing. I honestly think he was ever on Last Man Standing. No, exactly. He's like, he's like, we need to stop this perpetuation of this person stealing my life. Well, and also like the perpetuation of like the uh, the myth of the persecuted male, right? Well, so Tim Allen is actually really like he's woke. He's he's um, (laughs) times up. Yeah, you know, like he's (laughs) he actually invented times up. He wrote he like. I mean, it was it was originally Tim's up. Tim's up. Well, because if but you, they changed it, no, it, so it makes so it makes sense. Yeah, well, because so he's if you watch old episodes of um, Home Improvement, <laughs> yeah. um, in the Tool Time episodes, if you cut like the third, the fifth, and the ninth minute of each of those segments, it does become like a like propaganda statement about like. Tim's up, Tim's up, Tim's up, Tim's and he up. keeps yeah. trying to say and, that. And now in his cell, he's just repeating three five nine, three five nine, three five nine, three five nine, in the hopes that. And that's why people like those numbers. Like right. we don't realize why we like that number, but mm-hmm. it's because it's because Tim Allen is projecting them out into the collective exactly. consciousness. It's well, it's chaos magic. You use the power of exactly. your mind to affect the universe around you. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'm glad. Ma- I think maybe Bo Peep it. got stepped on or something. They had to throw <laughs> her away. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to have a little Bo Peep doll when I was a kid, and the bottom got really scuffed. Oh, maybe yeah. You can't have a scuffed like dress, Bo Peep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, what was yours? Um, mine was like the weird one that you guys might call me out on, but nice. I want to say the Cornetto trilogy is the trilogy mm, that I wanted to discuss. I like okay. this. What is Cornetto? It is uh, the films Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and At World's End. Oh, okay. Um, so it's like a loose trilogy mm-hmm. in that they don't all, well, they do all exist in the same universe, but they're not the same characters, mm-hmm. uh, but it's the same two lead actors and writer and directors or director and writers. Um, and it's interesting cause it, even though each film is its 
own story with its own characters. At the center of it is kind of an evolution of this, these two characters and their relationship. So you can kind of see um, Sean. Oh my God. I tried to memorize all the names and then I, because there are six. It's a, it's a lot of names. Um, Sean, and, yeah. <laughs> Sean and Ed in Sean of the Dead is kind of like a juvenile version of what you get in the more mature relationship between Nicholas Angel and Danny in Hot Fuzz. And then when you get to World End with Gary and Andy, there's kind of like this schism and this like mm-hmm. realization that these two people are on different paths and kind of an ending of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So Even like though they, they sort of switch roles by They the, do switch yeah. roles, which is kind of fun. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> And Keeps things fresh. Know, yeah, you don't know right away that they're switching roles. No. Like, you know Gary's a little off, but you don't know he's a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just waiting for the end of the world. <laughs> he's oh so my happy God. for the end of the world. Um, so, but is is that the, the ship? I think that's the ship. I think if, if At World's End didn't exist, I could live in my heart thinking, like, Nicholas Angel and Danny, like, they just have, like, a happy life solving crimes and being best friends and mm-hmm. having, like, kind of, like, maybe they make out sometimes. Sure. So do you, I mean, this this kind of brings up the zombie question again, too, with um, uh, Sean and Ed, because uh, Ed is still, uh, you know, not alive, I guess, but a zombie in, uh, in Sean's um, like shed or something. Yeah, so they can play video games together. So they can play video games together. Do you think they could ever make out or is that always immoral? I don't think it's immoral. I think it's just dangerous. It's dangerous. In that universe of zombies, you don't want to be making out. Mm. Like, so an eye zombie fucking zombie makeouts like all day long. Yeah, it's half of why I watch the show. But in that one, they're too bitey. They're too bitey. Un- yeah. Unpredictable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, Sean, I think, is loyal to Liz. Oh, that's even a good if point. He's that's not a good a, point. Yeah, he's not a great boyfriend, but no. he's not a, he's not, he's loyal to her. Sure. She should break up with him again, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, he's on a, he's on a journey to manhood in that movie. That's the whole point of the movie, is his the journey to manhood. That, that's the point of well, kind all of all of, of the these movies. movies. But yeah, yeah, Ed should be dead. Aw. Yeah, no, that's right. He's as, Although they do keep the zombies alive they at the end of the shot. Of the yeah. At the end of the movie, they are alive. talking about reintegrating zombies into mainstream society. Right. Sure. So we don't know where that's going. Okay. But I do. But then he should <laughs> be in a facility. You seem unfaithful in this uh, project. I don't have a lot of faith in that project. <laughs> it's honestly sort of like, I don't think there's a lot of hope for the town in Hot Fuzz. Uh-huh. Like, it's, you know, if your base is all maggots, how are you supposed to build anything on it? Yeah, you got to just move and start over. Burn build, it down. Build something new, yeah. So the Coronado trilogy was my trilogy. I do like that because I, I, I never thought of your point of how it's like, even though they're different characters, you're watching them grow as if they're living like a full, long life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool uh, relationship to see build. It's yeah. also nice to see that sort of like reflective of the creatives' lives, right? Mm-hmm. That like mm-hmm. as they grow and mature, they want to tell different stories about relationships yeah. between like friends. Um, and that obviously they were younger dudes when they did Shaun of the Dead than at World's End. Yeah. So like, I think I, I love that sort of shit where it's like, oh, you can see how the themes that are important to them uh, mature as they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that they it's a more sophisticated way of telling the stories, too. Mm-hmm. And the stories are less uh, like especially like ethically or whatever. They're they're not as clear cut of what the what it means. Can you rank those relationships in terms of most shippable to least shippable? Well, I would say Nicholas, Angel, and Danny Butterman. These are the Hot Fuzz characters. Hot Fuzz, one. They're at max, max ship. That's my number one ship of these. Well, 
I do kind of love, and it's one second in the beginning of Hot Fuzz, but with Kate Blanchett and her new boyfriend when they're in the crime scene uniforms, mm-hmm. like I ship that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so fantastic. Right. It's it's a quick visual ship. Yeah, but you yeah, ship yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like that's great. Um, <laughs> never never change. Uh, and then oh well, and I I'm such a dork. I also buy into in At World's End the relationship that they introduce with uh, Rosamund oh. Pike. Oh yeah, like I know it's 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 very conventionally romantic, but I you buy it. I buy it. So oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder why because it's about uh, someone returning to their <gasps> hometown. Oh man! Starting a new relationship with a high school love. Cracked the code, Colin. <laughs> Colin cracked the code. We should instead of a curse jar, we should have like a Ryan <laughs> ships uh, <laughs> homecoming r- romance jar. Martin. What are we gonna buy with our million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Each of us is gonna get. We're getting matching convertibles. <laughs> and then we-, we drive them back to Maryland. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> No, put we are another, not. Put another quarter in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, what was yours? What was your old one but new one? Or I forget what your criteria was. Well, okay. Same but so, new. Same but new. Mm. Um, so I had video games. And of course, I can't talk about video games without talking about G-Baby Garrus. What? He's my favorite. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. <laughs> I, well, and, and so the two trilogies I'm going to talk about are ones that I talk about all the time. <laughs> uh, one is Mass Effect and one is the Dragon Age trilogy. Uh, in Mass Effect, the thing that I respect about that relationship is it's a true trilogy in that it's like you're the same character the whole time and you're interacting with all these different people. But Garrus is one of the few characters that goes with you from the very beginning. And he starts with like a very, you know, I'm frustrated with like red tape, government red tape and all this bureaucratic bullshit. I just want to do what's right. And like sometimes that gets in my way. And like you're the person that I can, you know, put my money behind and I, I want to work with with you. And as the game goes on, the stakes obviously get a lot higher and a lot is like revealed about what exactly the end of the world means. And at every turn, and there's also a lot of like really satisfying, like Garrus leaves your life for a little. And then there's like this mysterious person that you're supposed to be tailing and oh my goo, it's him. And then like, um, are there, do you think there are people that play Mass Effect that like don't ship Shepard and, and Garrus? Like that. Well, there are people that choose other people for sure. But why would you? I know. I don't know. I mean, I to me, everyone else seems kind of boring. There is one other guy that's okay, but he's like too doomed, and I'm not interested in that. Mm. Um, I get that from Dragon Age. So he like, <laughs> but then so he gets to a point where he's like, you know what? Like, there's bigger shit to like, like right is right and wrong is wrong, and there's bigger shit to worry about than like getting mad about government red tape. And I'm just. And I'm just so in awe of you and your ability to like do the shit that I'm going to follow you to the end of the earth mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that's all. That great. is a dynamic that I feel like comes up a lot when you talk about ships. I love that because you know what? I want to be admired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Admired, respected and not questioned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but uh, you, you want that in, in the context of, and probably in any context, but uh, specifically in the context of like fighting for the end of the right, like fighting. Well, against yeah. Ostensibly. Yeah. But I mean, for me, a big thing is, I think, yeah, like, because when I see, and this is not a trilogy, but when I see, like, Amy Sedaris guest on David Letterman, mm-hmm. like, the amount of admiration that he has for her, just as a person, like, that to me was always so, I think, outside of the type of admiration that I had growing up, which a lot of 
guys would be like, oh, you're really cool for a girl. And it's like, all right, that's like you're that's all a really right, shitty you. thing to say. <laughs> that is yeah. a pretty fucked up qualifier. Yeah. But just to ha- have someone be like, damn, that person is dope. Like mm. that is always something that's very uh, drawing to me to really quickly talk about um, Dragon Age. Um, I'm not going to talk about uh, uh, Egghead. Um, uh, I keep wanting to say Nosferatu. That's not his name. <laughs> Solus. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. I'm actually going to take a couple steps back and talk okay, to you anyway. about uh, a character named Alistair, who's a guy that you meet at the very beginning. And what I like is that... Is he a prissy little pretty boy? He is. Okay, good. He's yeah, a with a name little... like Alistair, I don't think how you, you can't... I think you got to be a you prissy gotta go. little boy. You got to be named yeah. Al. If yeah. you were yeah. that yeah. So he's exactly. very pretty. He's a very pretty prissy little pretty boy. He's also like um, kind of an, a dumb idiot, but like really wants to do right. Um, okay. I mean, I kind of like him so far. So he like, and he's very humorous. He's like a very funny guy. And mm. um, I really, playing Dragon Age Origins was like, oh, I really love RPGs and specifically romancing characters in RPGs mm-hmm. for the writing of this character. Um, and he starts out and he's like, you just think he's like a Templar, which is kind of like a, like a monk that uses, uh, hypocritically uses magic to quell other magic, like thinks witches are evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. So he's like one of those guys. Um, and you, and you meet him and he's like, oh, you know, like, I think I'm like, so he, he thinks he's like the Arl's son, the illegitimate Arl's son. And Arl is like kind of a, a leader. Like yeah. A what? He yeah. thinks he's like a prince. He thinks he's like a prince. Oh. Okay. Um, and he, uh, but he has this complex cause he's like, oh, like my life is just like so hard. Cause like I was illegitimate. So like I could never be noble enough. And like. Um, they this guy's me, got a lot of things, right? Kelly. So he's like, they sent me away. Well, so he's like, they, <laughs> so far they're mostly unlikable. <laughs> so, so he's oh, like, oh, I think they're sympathetic. Well, so then he's like, so yeah, he's like, ugh, like, and so they sent me away to go be, uh, like basically a monk, um, a fighter, a fighter monk, uh, yeah. because they wanted to get rid of me, like mm-hmm. they just wanted to hide me. And then he's like, oh, but like I have a half sister who is like the mother or the child of my mother who was a chambermaid. He's like, well, everything's going to be solved if I just meet her and then we can be a family. And the whole time you're like, what the fuck? And then he meets her and she's like, you fucking come in here. Oh, Your no. rich ass comes oh, in here. Yeah. You've lived a privileged ass life, you motherfucker. And she's like, look at my family. I've had kids die. Like I live in the fucking slums. And he leaves and his growth from like you can then tell him like you can make the choice to either coddle him mm-hmm. or you can be like, yeah, her life sucked. And yep. she like grew up always knowing that she had a brother that was living in the castle Mm -hmm. and everyone's pain is everyone's pain, but that really sucks. And if you do that, it makes him make the choice to then be like, okay, then I, I understand that and I should rule. And then he then becomes like a just ruler, but you have Mm -hmm. to like really step on his fucking heart. And then he like, (laughs) doesn't talk to you for like four missions. And then you're like, did I do something wrong? Like he's not talking to me. (laughs) And then he's like, you know what? They You're right. Back like, to you stronger. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then he's like, I guess I, that was really, and he learns and he's like, that was really stupid of me. She like had a shitty fucking life. Yeah. And, um, and then he becomes ruler and then he comes back later in like the other games, which is cool. If you, you know, like have your games yeah. play, like if you're playing them in chronological order yeah. instead of release order. Yeah. And then his origins no. is the third one, right? No, no origins, origins is the, the first. first one. That's right. So sorry, there sorry. are in chronological, but if you're doing different consoles, you can just enter in your, mm, your, your choices. choices. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was one of my favorites that he like, 
There is a weird part where he has to have sex with more. There's another thing that's like weird. Sex it, with more what? With this woman named Morgan who oh. he hates. <laughs> we honestly, we can. That's an, there's a week when that's going to be the yeah. appropriate thing to talk about. But that being said, I think I, I like his arc there a lot and that he like wants to learn and be better for you. And I like the to. I love that sort of like character growth aspect to it and then also because it's rpg that it depends on you like oh, your yeah. character no, has you have to, to make, make him, him if better. you if you don't make him better he becomes like he either dies or becomes like a wandering drunk that like you never see again except for one time in the I third like game this guy he's, too he's yeah, like wandering around in tattered clothes like he's not mm-hmm. so yeah it's I like that he depends on you. Yeah. Guys, we're going to get kicked out of the booth here, but should we read a, a question from Twitter? Yeah, let's and do then, it. And then do get it. out of here. Yeah. Um, if you would like to have your question read and answered on the air, you can uh, tweet us. We are at Shipple Dips. That's Shipple like nipple and dips like nips. Uh, we got a crush- question from Chris at the, oh my God, the myth of Psyche. Uh, what do you do when you love the show, comic, book, whatever, but violently hate the canon ship? Write some fanfic, boo boo. Write some fanfic. <laughs> read some fanfic. Yeah, read some fanfic. Get out there, like there, that slash, like whatever thing you're looking for, it exists. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's hard, like when the thing that you detest most is what's on the screen. Yeah, right. Like I when know. it's telling yeah. you that like this ship works, and you're like, I don't think bones and uh, bone and well, Mr. for me, and it's Mr. Fucking, yeah. for me, it's fucking Spuffy all goddamn yeah. day. For me, it's Harry Potter with Hermione and Ron. Oh yeah, that's I'm a disgusted fucking travesty. by him. That's a travesty. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know. It was like they were, they were each other's first. No. Life. <laughs> no! But you, but but this goes to show, like with all of these things, these are some of our very favorite things. So you can still love the the programs or you know the content i mean i guess depending on what the the medium is you can check out for a little bit when okay. uh superman and wonder woman were dating in dc comics i was like i'm not gonna read that series sure mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. i don't care about this i'll check back in later when they both come to their fucking senses <laughs> yeah for me if i trust the creators and the writers enough then I'll go wherever. Mm. So like, I don't love Spuffy either, but the writing on that show is enough that like Buffy's in character. So even though she's making horrible choices that I don't like for her, Mm -hmm. I'm still enjoying the show because it's telling this story. This is, this is Spike and Buffy just to to, to clarify. We've said Spuffy a couple times. And and I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) And the same thing. There's a few things that happen on Veronica Mars or it's similar thing, right? Mm -hmm. Love the show enough. I'll go where Rob Thomas tells me to go. Sure. Um, but this is, and it's weird, I feel Hashtag like this has come up blood. a couple times, but like Smallville, oh my gosh, I, there have been times where I checked out on that show. Mm. Oh yeah. Because all that Lana shit, ugh, snooze fest. Well, yeah. there is a whole lot of Smallville to check out on. <laughs> there is 10 years worth of Smallville but and I, three years of watchable Smallville. Yeah, I feel like if there, if certain ships were not in that show, I would have watched every episode, mm. but it so, wasn't. So I think the answer- Yeah, case by case basis. Case by case basis- <laughs> Don't underestimate the power of fic and the power of ignoring the stuff you don't care about and looking for those little kernels of the stuff you like. Yeah, bro. Head cannon will head set you free. Ooh, yeah. just like, do people just give each other a pregnant look? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's about it. Let that happen. Shit. Oh, check out some YouTube manipulations. Oh. Those are yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Love a good yeah. fan correct. Yeah. yeah. There's all Absolutely. sorts of solutions to this problem. Oh, man. Hey, guys. Two relationships. What's a cream?
Podcast Network. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.